0: Good morning, Lake Gibson. Good morning. Glad to see everybody here. Are you saying it's not on, Linda? Is it on now? Okay. We're good. Um, am I standing in the right spot or do I need to move further back? We're good? Okay. Well, I'm glad to see everybody here. And those of you that are joining us through the Zoom link and streaming online, or for those of you that may watch later, we are so glad to have you here. And however you worship the Lord, it's a good thing. So thank you. Um, we do have, if if you are new to our service, we would like to encourage you to go to our website, which is lakegibsonumc.com. And there we have connection cards that we would like to encourage you to fill out so we can get to know you a little bit better. And if you do that, we have some charities that are listed there. And if you want to select one of those charities, we will make a $10 donation to that charity in your name. So please go there and let us know a little bit more about you. Again, our website is lakegibsonumc.com. And if you want to send us an email, if you want to send something just in general that Christy will get, uh, requesting information or providing information, you could send that email to office at lakegibsonumc.com. And if you have something a little more private or something that you want specifically to go to Pastor Steve, then you can send that email to pastor at lakegibsonumc.com. And again, if you want to just go old school, we have a telephone, and that number is 863-858-5431. So get in touch with us any way you can. And, you know, talking about that email for Pastor Steve, I just want to share that my granddaughter told me that she met you, and she thinks Pastor Steve is pretty funny. So... (laughs) So. Oh, okay. Well she wouldn't let me wear that this morning either. I tried, but OK. Well, if uh, I want to remind you that we have Zooming the Peace, which happens on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., and that is hosted by Dwight and Phyllis Kitchens. We also have Miss Sue's Sunday school class, that if you want to attend via Zoom, that's at 9: 15 on Sunday mornings, and again, the link is on our website. Uh, We have a Bible study that Pastor Steve provides each week, and that is at Thursday at 1 o'clock. And again, uh, there is a Zoom link for that. So go to our website, lakegibsonumc.com, and you will find all those Zoom links. If you want to attend in person for the Sunday school classes, John Bernat and I have a class in the main part of the FLC, as well as Miss Sue's class. And those both start at 9.15 in the morning. So. Please join us if you can. Mary Matters will be resuming on Wednesday at 10 a.m. in the FLC. And don't forget, our charge conference is today at 2 o'clock here in the sanctuary. Now, if you were wanting to attend remotely, that needed, you had to register. If you remember last week, uh, we said you needed to register for that ahead of time. So if you did not register, then you need to be here in person to attend that charge conference. So that's today at two o'clock. The uh, wreaths across America are still available. They're $15 each and the deadline, if you wanna buy a wreath or two or five, uh, the deadline for that is November 21st. Guardian Adlitum is also accepting donations for their Christmas gifts. There's a list of what's needed uh, outside in the narthex. I think it's in a little pocket on the side of the box So if uh, you want to see how you can help them out or what their needs are, please feel free to pick up a list and uh, support them. The United Methodist Children's Home, as we've been telling you, they're uh, requesting gift cards that they can use to provide uh, gifts for the kids that are up there or take them out for a meal, buy them some clothes or shoes, whatever, and they are asking for those gift cards to be in $10 increments, so $10, $20, $100, whatever you would like to give to support them. And that ends, when did that end, Christy? That ends on November 30th. So if you have a donation for that, you could put it in an envelope and mark it and put it in the offering plate or drop it off at the office. Um, If you need a little help hearing what's going on, we do have some remote hearing aids. Hi, Olivia. Uh, that are back in the back. If you want to go to the sound booth and pick those up, they are available, and they're clean between each service or each use, so they are safe to use. So please feel free to go back there. Now, this week we are celebrating Veterans Day, and I would like to ask any veterans that are in the audience if you would stand up so we could recognize you for your service. Well, we do appreciate all the service that you provided and the, uh, the contributions and the sacrifices that you made to do that. So all of our veterans, make sure you let them know how much we appreciate their service. I think we have a video to show for Veterans Day.
1: Praise him. Give him a wonderful hand. If you're on Facebook, light it up. Give him some lights and stuff. And let's see if I can make this thing work for me. Hey, look at there. Ginger Fredrickson, glad to have you with us. Judy Sadwick, all the way from New York. Donna Kirk, let's see if I can make this thing move. Christy, you're on here for me. here too, huh? Hey, Christy, we're glad to have you in the back too. Uh, Michael and Sharon DeMoke. Uh, Sharon is out of the hospitals. Keep praying for her though. She's doing well. Amen. Karen and Jeff Acor, Todd Bauer, and of course, I'm sure that Yvonne's with him, Nancy Smith, Ken Taylor, all the way from way up north, Ellen Grimes, Joanne Beebe, Deborah Mitchell, Bobby Renard, and Christy again, and there are others on there. It says more that won't come up. Glad to have them. Welcome, everyone. And and I know we have some others. Diane, glad to have you. And we have some others from South Dakota and some others. And I think we have another visitor I just want to introduce. I was told not to, but our interim DS, Sharon, Dr. Reverend Sharon Austin is here. Sharon, how about waving just so they can see who you are? Okay. Glad to have each and every one of us with us today. Amen. And as Micah said, if you have prayer requests, go ahead and send those in or praises, so that Christy can get them on the slides for the end of the service when we'll have our prayer time. But right now, I want to bring Robin Clark up, if she'll come up, please. Robin, would you please come forward? Turn around there and give them a big smile so they can see your smiling face. <laughs> This is Robin, or Bobby, has, has many people know her. Uh, she moved down to Sopers Lakes here a while back. She's been worshiping with us, and she has asked to join this church. She's transferring in from a church, a Methodist church in New York, Madamaset. Did I say it right?
2: Mamarinet.
1: Mamarinet. Okay. It's
2: Westchester County.
1: Okay, but she's transferring in from another church. We've got all the transfer papers and everything, and here is your official membership and all the good stuff here. We welcome you to us, and I'm going to ask you to do something. At the end of the service, stand in the back of the door where they can shake your hands on the way out and and welcome you, okay?
2: Nobody's going to smack me or anything, right?
1: (laughs) We're in the South. What you would get is hugged probably, not smacked.
2: (laughs) Wait, I'm from the South Bronx.
1: (laughs) Is there such a thing? Okay, all right. I
2: have have a quick prayer I'd like to share from our hymnal. Okay. Should I go over to a microphone or is my mouth big enough?
1: You, can we got the other mic, mic? Michael, where's the other mic? I'm looking for the old orange mic that was up here. I'll just
2: use my here. here. How about that? Can you, can you hear me? Okay. This is uh, number 607 in our hymnal. And back in like the early 90s, I was playing at a church and it was a Methodist church. And I was working for the Reformed Church of America. But anyway, I opened up the hymnal. And I was playing from the hymnal. And uh, I came across the covenant prayer and the Wesleyan tradition. And I read it. And I was like, wow, these Wesley guys know their stuff. All right. And I immediately became so interested in the Wesleys. Uh, and that started God kicking me in the nether regions to get me into the Methodist church I think but I'd like to share it with you I am no longer my own but thine put me to what thou wilt rank me with whom thou wilt put me to doing put me to suffering let me be employed by thee or laid aside for thee exalted for thee or brought low for me let me be full let me be an en- empty Amen. <laughs> Amen. Thank, Thank you, you
1: Robin and welcome. John, I may need your help to get this thing back on. <laughs> okay. Well, today is All Saints Sunday. All Saints was actually November 1st, but this is the first Sunday since it has occurred and this is the Sunday that we celebrated online. And let me start this way. We're going to recognize... Didn't Glenda do a beautiful job here? And by the way, just so you know what's going on, each one of these candles and each one of these ribbons has a name on it. And it's the names that we were given of our saints that have entered the church triumphant this year. So uh, she's taken up... This is a personal interest here, if you will, in this altar. Let me start with a little bit of scripture. Hebrews 12.1 says this. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us run let us also lay aside every weight and sin that clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us. The saints that we will remember today, the names that we will read in a few minutes, have some way contributed to each and every one of our faith walk, if you will, our formation of faith. They've, they have done things in our life. They have mentored us, encouraged us, reproved us, challenged us, picked us off sometimes and cleaned us up and stood with us in tough times. They've been our Sunday school teachers, our youth leaders, our ushers. They've served the committees. They've been in the choir. They've cooked meals for the homeless. They've ministered to others, and they've supported this church, the Methodist Church and Lake Gibson with their gifts, their talents, their time, their prayers, and their witness. They've celebrated with us, they've cried with us, and us with them. God ordained and blessed us in that our lives intersected with these saints that we will remember. Together, along with these saints and those that will come after, we are called the church, the body of Christ. And we are called to encourage and sharpen one another in our Christian faith. Along with the saints around the world, as well as those who have gone before and will come after, we are the church. God's chosen one, not because of anything we've done, but because of what he's done. And because we have acknowledged Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, and we live in the life and resurrection that he has offered us. We rejoice in the memory of these saints, and we look forward to the day that we shall join them in God's kingdom. Pray with me, please. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Happy are those who take refuge in God. With hearts and hands and voices, we will praise the Lord. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be yours, God, forever and ever. Glorious God, you call us your own children. You cover us with love. We would seek to be merciful as you are merciful and show compassion as you do, but we often fail. We fail to live the life to which you have called us. Where we ought to forgive, we condemn many times. The evil we should shun, we uh, often embrace. Lord, forgive our sinful ways. Tame our wayward wills. Make us more like Christ until we shall be raised in perfection on that last day. Sisters and brothers, no one who takes refuge in God will be condemned. Believe the good news. In Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. In life and in death, you bless us, O God. When trouble overwhelms us, you save us. When sorrow overtakes us, you comfort us. When death overcomes us, you overcome death. And you raise us to new life in you. You promise us joy everlasting. And even now, you give us glad hope. And you give us glimpses into your realm of glory which is to come when Christ shall make all things new. For calling us your children and for bestowing upon us such great love, we give you thanks. And we call to mind now those before you who have entered the church triumphant this past year, those who taught us the faith, those who led by example, those who spoke your truth in the face of evil, those who cared for the weak and the suffering, those whom we loved, still love, and cherish those that now rest in your love. Thank you that their pain has ended and their joy is made complete. Now you can look up, I'm not going to say amen yet, but we're going to read these names one at a time. And we're going to play a chime after the name. If you were touched by this person in some special way, maybe they were kin to you, or maybe they just were a special Sunday school teacher or whatever, As we read the names, if you would like, you can stand or raise your hand, or if you're on line with us, you can hit the like button or whatever you want to do to acknowledge this, to let us know that it's just a symbol of respect, if you will, and witness that these people have touched you. We'll now read those names. And and a couple of these may overlap because of COVID and because of when they actually passed and when funerals were done and the records the way we've got them. So bear with us if you would. William Bill Webb. Penny Christine Thompson. Clara Sawyer. Rita Fredrickson. Mary Beth Kuhlman. Dale Gower. Cindy Thompson Stella Eisman Gary Ogden Nancy Clark Jim Rump Garnett Retter Marilyn Kowalski Amy Malloy, Nate Beebe, Gary Rising, Larry La Prairie, Jerry Stanfield, Marcia Burke, Kathy Temple. Don Milton. And in the light of the day, I have added two more. I've added all the veterans that have passed this year. And all of our COVID-19 victims. Coveting God, in baptism, you claimed us and you show us how to live. Keep us in your care until that day when all of creation shall sing your praise, and you will read, lead your children to the springs of water of life through Jesus Christ, who is our brother, our redeemer, and our Lord. These rest with you now. Let us pick up the mantle and go forward for your kingdom. And God, God's people said, Amen. 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 So how do you follow that with a sermon? Yeah. Larry, Larry, would you like to come on up and do it? And I'll sit down and... <laughs> No, not today, okay. But let, let me go back to that scripture I started with in Hebrews 12.1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely. And let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us. Now, I've always heard this, I've read this, and, and this is my thoughts on that verse the way I've always thought until recently. I've thought about the great cloud of witnesses being you people out there, you know, or me, or those people surrounding us, those people that are part of our faith here and now, but what if it goes further than that? What if the great cloud of witnesses is different than what we think? Here's a thought. Did did you grasp this image I grasped this week as I read this verse? Something I hadn't thought about before. Anybody watch the Olympics? The Super Bowl, the World Series. Now the Rays didn't get in it, I know, but in my dream was the Braves and Rays and I, she had already promised me I could have tickets if the Braves and Rays would anyhow. Didn't happen. But think about those times. The stadiums are full, you're in an arena, you're in a bowl shape, if you will. When the stadiums are full, the people are looking down. TV cameras are rolling. Everybody's tuned in, everybody's watching. You've got former players greats that are standing on the sidelines you've got recruits that are coming up that they want to play for and they're standing on the sidelines you've got coaches, you've got your family your friends, you've got fans in the audience out there watching and as the players play on that field sometimes they do extraordinary things as the cheers occur don't they or sometimes the cheers come the other way and they kind of fall flat or things but They're surrounded by a lot of people that are pulling for them. Is it possible? Is it possible that we could see through that third dimension to the heavenly world that even now there are angels around our walls? Just like others have seen angels. Could, Could there be angels standing on our walls? Could there be angels up here playing with the praise team or singing with our choir when our choir is here? Is it possible that we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses that they're here now? And is it possible that maybe they encourage us and strengthen us? You know, we use the words that the Holy Spirit does and the Holy Spirit does, but is it possible that maybe some of the loved ones that we've read are standing back saying, yeah, go. Look at what they're doing down there. Not saying that that's the way it is. It could be. But even if it's not, you have to agree with me to this fact that because of what others have sacrificed and what they've given, that's why we're here today. You know, Lois Teske is one of the founding members of this church. She's still active in this church. Praise God for that. But for the most part, the rest of us were not around when this church was founded. We may have been here for part of it. We have contributed somewhat, but those early saints that have already gone are the ones that really paid the price and sacrifice not only to start this plant but maybe to even build this sanctuary and the facility we have and start many of the ministries that are going on even now we owe them a debt don't we we have a responsibility if you will to honor what they have brought forth and to keep it going to safeguard and grow the kingdom of god if you will you know, We often use this analogy, it's going to be used Thursday as we talk about Veterans Day and the veterans, people are going to stand up and they're going to say things like, you know, because of what the veterans have done, we're supposed to do this and this. And no matter which side of the aisle you may be on politically, whether you want to talk about make America great again or build America back, either one, don't both of those call on us to think about what our forefathers have done and foremothers, and we are both challenge us to be responsible in such a way that we build America the way it was meant to be. And Veterans Day reminds us of that, but I challenge you today that all saints can remind the church of that in many ways. Not exactly the same, but it has that connection, if you will. That we recognize those who have served us well and have moved on and we take up the challenge, we take up the mantle, if you will, as Elisha took up Elijah's mantle and we carry it forth. And I hope that, that you know your Bible enough to know that when Elisha was taken up in that chariot of fire and Elisha picked up that mantle, it says he got a double portion. And I'm praying that the church will get a double portion today of the mantle that of those that have gone before us. You know, as Christians, we believe that our faith is the most precious thing that we have. That eternal life is the is the one thing that we hold on to and the one thing we want to pass on to our kids and our communities we teach and we believe our soul is eternal and that it will rest with God when we pass from this life well let me ask you this question if we truly believe that then won't we seriously consider how we live our life out and how we impact the world with our faith won't we seriously consider what we do won't we intentionally and purposefully invest, sacrifice, and grow in our faith and do our best to reach others and have them mature in their faith also? Isn't that what you would do with that? It's what we should be doing. So here's a question for you this morning, all the way back to the back seats, even with Carrie back there. And Father, how are you doing in this? How are you doing at investing in others and growing them as well as growing your faith? If, if, like we suggested at the beginning, if you knew others were looking down from another sphere on you, would it change what you do today? Would it change how you talk? Would it change the acts that you do? Would it change? Would it change what you do with your money? Would it change what you do with your time and you tell us? If they were cheering, would you be hearing? Rah-rahs, or would you hear, be hearing boos and catcalls over what your life is presenting to them even now? Are you encouraging others? Let's look at what Paul said to the church of Thessalonica. He said, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up as indeed you are doing when I went to look for that word a little bit of that encouraging and went back to that Greek dictionary and don't ask me to pronounce that name I'm not even going to try to but that Greek word there for encourage has that connotation that follows there about building things up and building a building and I thought about this you know when you build a building when you build a house when you build a church whatever it may be when you build it you build it One board at a time, don't you? After you get your foundation and all that stuff down. uh, Bob, you've been carpenter a little bit. um, Very little, but a little bit, yeah. You you only put one board up at a time, don't you? Or one block, or one brick. Now, when we're building this church, do you think when they put one block up at a time and that's all they did, did they take a rest and got that one block up? One block wouldn't make much of a difference the way you looked at that wall, would it? Oh, one brick wouldn't make much of a difference. But when you go for a week and you're putting bricks up every day, then it makes a difference, doesn't it? What if we were to look at encouraging others, of having others uh, come up, if they will, to a higher level? What if we looked at us as building one brick at a time? And what we do today may not make that much of a difference, But what we do, added to what Glenda may do, added to what Rob may do, added to what somebody else may do, suddenly now you've got someone that's built up and mature in the faith. Our encouragement may be one small step, but our encouragement may add to results that look great in the end. I want to share a couple of things with you. I have heard, seen, and experienced several encouraging moments this week. Has people have built one another up? Has their actions have encouraged others? Has they have infected others with the love of God and faith? None of them are earth shattering, but they're all encouraging. and I want to share two with you. Both happened Thursday, actually. Thursday at Food Pantry, I was kind of finishing up my coffee, and I was coming out with my coffee cup, and this gentleman walked through the door. And I looked at him, and I'm like, I know him. But you know how the part timers kicks in Sue and this just, just wasn't yeah, yeah, this just wasn't I know him, but something's not right about him. But not in a bad way. And anyhow, he opened his mouth and I said, I know that voice. And then he talked to Christy and he said to Christy, Do you remember me when I was and it clicked. He had came to our food pantry before. We had helped him, he had been down on his luck. Of course, when I met him he was in a wheelchair. He was not in a wheelchair now. He's walking with a cane, but he was walking. And he came and he brought stuff for us to give out. He who had been helped was now bringing stuff to us so that he, through us, could help others. And I thought, that's the way it needs to be. That's it. Thank you, Lord. He was bringing and giving back. And he was out of a wheelchair he was walking he's going to have some knee surgeries and stuff but he's walking on and Bob, he has a brand new 2021 jeep a brand spanking new one yeah but anyhow okay so that was the first one the second one happened thursday afternoon i'm not going to mention any names because some of you have probably seen this because facebook blew up about it somebody took the time out of their busy schedule to take someone who was in a confined living area where they can't get out much, they took them. Hold, hold, hold on to this. Ready? A fresh bologna sandwich. <laughs> but don't laugh. I mean, this person has been saying for months, you know. I wish I could get out. They can't. They live in an assisted living facility, sort of. You know. And man, I would. I would die for a fresh bologna sandwich, you know. And this person heard that and knew that, and they went out and not only did they take them a fresh bologna sandwich, they gave them a tomato and some mayo and some chips to go with it. <laughs> and they took it to them and they had them call down and they come. Get, and this lady just was ecstatic, and she blew Facebook up about this, what this person had done. What kind of encouragement is that? What kind of help is that? And, and I heard that. And I thought about that, and I kept thinking about this. You will know them by their love for one another. And that love of that could encourage others. The writer of Hebrews in chapter 10 says this, Let us consider how to provoke one another to love and good deeds. Not neglecting to meet together as the habit of some, But it is encouraging one another all the more as you see the day approaching. Let us consider how to provoke one another. Bob, you you need to sit in the back so I don't call on you so much. So let me pick on Jim. Jim, have you ever provoked Dottie? No, maybe you better not answer that question. (laughs) He's he's not, but he's he's sitting here like he, he don't want to get it. When you provoke somebody, it's almost like you prod them, you urge them, you, you cause them to do something better, don't you? And we're called to provoke one another to love and good deeds. We're called to urge each other to come up to higher levels. We're called to urge each other to pour our love into other people's lives and to do it in such a way that they want to give more to. I guess we could say we're called to pay it forward, if you will. Well, how can we do that? How can we encourage someone else today? How can we run our race so that we help someone else run theirs a little faster, a little better? Well, guess what? Just by your presence here this morning and your presence online and us seeing your names online or seeing your face here, you encourage us. You encourage those around and say, yeah, yeah, good to see them. Just, just by the way you sing together, or maybe you raise your hands or I'm still waiting for the... Somersault's there, Carol, but anyhow, you know, the way you do that, you encourage other people just by your presence. A kind word, a card, a smile, maybe even just a nod. Used to, I would tell you a handshake and a hug, but you know, with COVID, we got to kind of be careful there. But, you know, a simple gesture, a friendly wave. An invitation to a Bible study maybe, or maybe better, an invitation to lunch or dinner. It may encourage and open doors that you've never dreamed of. In fact, let me ask you this question, Jim. What would you think if nobody had ever asked me to go to church or if I knew Jesus Christ? Would I be a preacher today? Probably not. I may not even be alive today in the life I lived before, you know. But because somebody did encourage me I'm here today what are some of the ways you've been encouraged who are some of the people that have built into your life if you will what have they done to encourage you and what can you do to encourage others or let's let's, instead of saying encourage let's say provoke them with that positive image how can you How can your small group? How can this church? How can the groups of our church, United Methodist men, United Methodist women, some of our Bible studies, how can they provoke others to love and good deeds? The simple answer is this. We let Jesus fill our hearts and overflow with His love until we touch others. But that's the answer we put on paper, okay? I want to ask you today, how can you specifically do it? Not that this is what we do, but what can you go out and do? Who can you take a bologna sandwich to this week? Who can you give back to that's helped you this week? Maybe you can walk across the street and speak to a neighbor. Maybe you can inconvenience yourself to go pick up someone who's, can't get out very often and take them somewhere or you can offer to babysit for a single mother or come up with a thousand and one different ways you can encourage or provoke it may be something as simple some people tell me i can't do nothing sure you can you can pray for them or you can just write a card and say thank you to you may god bless you and drop it in the mail to them or you can pick up the phone, you know, some people still, well, all of us have some kind of phone on the side most of the time, but you can still pick up the phone and say, I was just thinking about you today, God just put you on my heart. Let me tell you another interesting story, if you will. Last week, not this week, but last week. Last week, God put on my heart a name. And I just picked up the phone and called and said, hey, I haven't been, I haven't heard from you in a while just you know, wanted to touch base with you. God just had you on my heart. Oh, thank you for calling. It happened to be the right time. And they shared something with me and I encouraged them a little bit and we prayed together. And it was the way the Holy Spirit just put it together that that was, that was the touch they needed at that time. Not from me, from him. But I was the instrument he used. You can be the instrument he uses too. To touch others at the right time. To give them whatever it is that may mean need. You can pay it forward as God has paid it forward for you. Today as we come to the table, let us come as we celebrate the witnesses that we have in our life. Those that have gone before, but those that are here today too. Let us also come with the intention of being better witnesses. Let us come hoping to encourage others knowing that God is encouraging us with His Spirit even now. And let us come asking God to fill us with His love for others and allow the power of His resurrection to work through us and in this world to change us. Let us approach Holy Communion now. Pray with me, if you would. I remind you that in the United Methodist Church, we have an open table. You do not have to be a member of our church or our denomination to celebrate this with us. The only thing that we do ask is that you be willing to live a life worthy of God's calling, however you may see that fit at this time. We actually believe that when Scripture writes, whosoever will may come, that whosoever will may come, that God is here. So there's no restrictions to who may participate within our meal. And don't forget, I'm going to sing, we're going to sing a song, so don't open your meal when I get through the liturgy piece till after the song. Okay? Pray with me if you would. Father, as we come before you, we acknowledge, most merciful God, that we've fallen short. Scripture tells us that. We've sinned. We haven't loved you the way we should. Haven't loved our neighbors as we should. Probably don't love ourselves many times. So merciful God, we come to you and we pray that you would forgive us for this. And we claim that verse in 1 John 1, 9 that says you're faithful and just not only to forgive us but to cleanse us from unrighteousness. So we ask that you would work in our life in such a way that we would feel your love in flowing through us, filling us up, and that as you fill us up that that love would come out in the words that we speak. The attitudes that we have, the actions that we do, the steps that we take with our feet, even. We ask this in your precious name, Lord. Amen. Remember on that night that Jesus was betrayed after he was in the upper room there, he took the bread. He broke it. He gave thanks to the Father. Then he broke it, gave it to his disciples, said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Also, after the supper, he took the cup. Again, he blessed it, gave it to his disciples, said, take, drink. This is my blood, which is shed for the forgiveness of sins. As often as you do this, do this in remembrance of me. And so, Father, in remembrance of the mighty acts that you have done to your son, Jesus Christ, in the mighty acts that you have done through scripture with the parting of the Red Sea, as well as the resurrection of the body of Jesus Christ, as well as the miracles you have done here in our life. In the way that you have worked in each of us. And the way that you have brought us out of sin. We just praise you. We come and ask you to pour your spirit out upon us gathered here. Make us be the body of Christ. For taking your message to the world. And pour your spirit out upon these gifts that you have given us. This bread and this cup. And just bless them this day as we partake of them. We ask in your holy name. Amen you with me? Okay, we're going to sing a, We're going to sing a song then I'll break Father, we have come. We've been reminded of your goodness and your love. We've tasted the sweetness of your grace. Been refreshed by the cup that you've given us. But even more the spirit which you send to us as we come now let us go forth shortly as little children in faith to go and share an encouraging word to take a bologna sandwich to somebody else to give to someone else in need and point them to your table which invites them also to come into your grace your mercy and your love we ask in your name amen Amen. As we approach our prayer time, do we have any prayer requests from the... the, Yes, ma'am. My daughter, Dina is having shoulder surgery. Which daughter? Dina. Dina is having shoulder surgery, okay. Any others? You have a praise. Well, come on, Kathy. Shout it out. (laughs) <laughs> but, um, my, my praise Lord. you, Lord. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Any others? Anybody have a praise they want to share? Not only a prayer. Yes, Jim. Thank you. Thank you for that testimony, Jim. I saw witness. Yes, I'm Diane. Lord knows I'm not good at remembering dates. So when he chose for me to come down to Florida to
2: relocate, he
1: asked me to arrive at 11-11-11. <laughs> <laughs> so we're celebrating an anniversary. Okay. All right. Thank you, Diane. Good to have you today. Prayer requests from online, Christy. Fran and Gary Mudge, they're here also, asking us to pray for a cousin, Gary, uh, having heart issues. Continue to pray for Gary Mudge also as he's battling some conditions there. Barbara Cola is asking for Elsie Ann Lithgow, as her mother, who's having breathing problems. Ginger Fredrickson, good morning prayers for a smooth colonostomy for me on Thursdays. Okay, Ginger, we're, we're praying for you there. Enjoy that good green stuff. Bob Willamy. please pray for her friend, uh, Dee, who is suffering from several stomach issues, and also lift up Linda Gibbs as she's undergoing chemo. Others, Christy, that's all? Okay, let's go to God in prayer then. Father, as we come before your throne of grace this day, I just give you thanks that you are the wonderful, magnificent, awesome God that you are. I just pray that you would lift us up and that that you through your spirit would encourage us to go forth to be your witnesses and that you would give us the words that we need and you would give us the ideas that we may have to have to to put those things into practice to touch others for Jesus Christ and show them your love. Lord as we go forth your word instructs us to lift those in need before you and you have heard those this day. Not only you you heard those that we've lifted verbally here and through a note on the internet. You've heard those that have been whispered within our mind, that are here on our heart, that those things that are so sensitive, so close to our hearts that we, we don't want to let it out. But you know them. So even now we pray for each and every situation there, that you would touch them, that you would alleviate pain and suffering that you would allow grace to come in and move people that you would allow forgiveness and hearts to soften that you would help us to love our fellow man as we should be loving you and each other and lord as we come we know there are many other requests we we pray for our veterans of wars especially those lord that have suffered that have that terrible pstd For those that have lost limbs and have been affected in such a way that their lives have changed, and for their families. We continue to lift before you those who deal with COVID, Lord, asking you to protect them and asking you to continue to guide our doctors, our caregivers, our emergency technicians, uh, those who make the rules over us and the laws, guide and direct them as we deal with this pandemic, Lord. Lord, you know the many other things going on in the world. The areas where there's starvation, where there's hatred, where there's war going on and people are being killed just because of the color of their skin or the type of religion they hold to. You know the war is going on within our hearts and we just pray for them also that you would just pour peace upon them and that you would help us to overcome any hatred and unforgiveness we may have so that we could be at peace with other people. We ask you to guide and direct all of those who are over us from our HOA boards right up to the top office of the President of the United States. Watch over our world and the many problems that it has. And our church. Guide our church as it's facing perilous times. And we just give you the glory for all that you've done. And all God's people said... Amen. I do want to thank you for your support of this ministry. Your faithful and generous giving has allowed us to continue to minister to those in need. Your compassion is seen as you give. If you would like to support this ministry, of course, you can do so by sending your donations to Lake Gibson UMC, located at 424 West Daughtery Road, Lakeland, Florida, 33809. You can go to our website, lakegibsonumc.com. You can give on there. You can set up reoccurring gifts, one-time gifts. You can give the special events that are going on, on online. There's also a text lying on there that you can give to. That text number is eight three three seven five eight zero three zero eight. And if you're here in person, there are plates as you go out the door. So any way you can give, we appreciate it. Uh, don't forget, 2 p.m. this afternoon, charge conference here, unless you signed up on Zoom. So remember that. Remember Zooming the piece at 7 p.m. And my Bible study is Galatians chapter 5 at 1 p.m. on this th- this Thursday. is Before I re- uh, let us go with a benediction, if you have one of the loved ones that their name's on the ribbon, you can come up with that ribbon is for you to take home with you. So if if one of your loved one's name was read, was read, the ribbon's for you. If you're not here, we'll try to get them to you. Those as we go forth today, let us go forth in your love, in your mercy, in your grace. Let us go forth recharged, recharged with the fact that you have invited us into your life and that you have sent your spirit to live with us. Let us go forth sharing your love with others. We ask in your name. Amen. Robin, don't forget you need to go to the door.